When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. But the patience and the aggression they showed in getting Sedaria Smith, who we all thought was going to Baltimore, that was a very clever move. So... They clearly understand their window is to win now, right? The Kirk Cousins window. Let's let's kind of explain it like that. While Kirk's playing at a good level, to win with him now and to go out and get players that can help them win, supplant that with some good draft picks. You know, Quasey's got to go out there and, and get some good players mm-hmm. in that first draft to establish short-term and long-term support mm-hmm. for Kirk and whoever replaces him in the coming years. Steve Weich, NFL Network, talking about the Vikings' window of opportunity, which they clearly see as being able to win now, despite having a new coach and GM. And welcome to comments from YouTube. Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, a show where your comments are what we do our best to try and answer each and every Monday. And, of course, with Phil until we also uh, do a comments from uh, towards the end of the week, I should say. So, Declan, without further ado... Let's get right to it. What do we have from the listeners and the viewers? Uh, We have some draft questions. We have some uh, overarching theme questions, Judd. A lot of good comments. And, of course, of course, we have um, have some Judd comments at the end of the show that I'm very excited. A man is – remember we talked about uh, Judd was the air fryer? Remember we talked – we were Uh playing ourselves like food appliances? This man has brought a a, a new addition to that that I am very excited to share at the end of the show. A little brief tease. Because one thing, we, we always care about the Vikings first. Care about the NFL, yeah. and then Judd third. That that's how we do this. On yeah, I'd show. say that's so fair. That's fair. a fair third, pecking order. Third He's the, the QB three in the room, yep. but you know, always exciting to very talk fair. about that. Okay, uh, let's start with this one, Judd RV on our YouTube comment section. And by the way, if you want one of your questions answered, shoot it right here on this YouTube channel. Send us some feedback via the Score North app. It's only a central hub for everything we do. Uh, RV says, "I wouldn't call it run it back with the 2022 Vikings. How about retool?" Skull, love the show. Hmm. What do you think about RV saying it's a retool? You know, we've heard a lot of buzzwords in Minnesota. We, we heard tweaks from Paul Fenton. What was that, Judd, like three or four years ago? Well, yeah, because Craig Leopold had said yeah. when he hired Paul Fenton that he just thought the team was in need of tweaks. We have kind of coined run it back since they're bringing back Kirk. They brought back Pat P. You know, right. they're, they're mostly the core of this right. roster is still in place despite back-to-back uh, no playoff seasons in 20 and 21 how would you feel about retool instead of running it back? Well, I think that we've talked about that a little bit. And a retool to me would be doing what we suggested, which is because I don't think it's a rebuild. Um, you were never going to blow up the entire thing. Because if you blew up the entire thing, are we talking about J. 
Justin Jefferson. Well, he's not going to be traded. Um, there are young components here that we definitely like. And so I think we landed on retool for what we thought that they should do. So I guess I have trouble calling this a retool. Like I get what I get yeah. what he is saying and I wouldn't vehemently like argue about it. But I think my interpretation of retool and that interpretation of retool are different. So this to me feels like a few, I mean, this does literally feel like a, like a few tweaks. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like tweaks. This feels like what the wild had to learn was not possible. Um, and I think that these guys are going to learn the same thing. So retool to me was the path I would have gone down because I, I think that's fair. A rebuild in football. I don't know that you really do one. Do you? Yeah. Like, do you strip it down to the studs? It, I don't think you really do. You know, like, um, Stripping it to the studs and start like that's what Seattle's now doing, right? Like Seattle's stripping it down. They trade away Russell Wilson. The Legion of Boom has now if came DK and went. Metcalf comes back, not as much, but yeah. But I mean, you're always going to have young players that you keep around, right? Atlanta, you know, getting rid of yeah. Matt Ryan. You know, they're they're now retooling. Went to Super Bowl six years ago, five yeah. years ago. They're now retooling, right? They've said goodbye to their franchise guy. So, yep, I agree. It's it's few and far between. It doesn't happen as much as like in like baseball. Obviously, resetting the page happens a lot, and that takes. A, time right like that takes years the oakland days are stripping it down to the studs Mm -hmm. the baltimore Mm -hmm. orioles have been doing it for like four years to be honest what i what i think the vikings are doing kind of reminds me of i I have a i have a car maintenance schedule coming up here kind of like they're rotating your tires here like we've changed the oil we rotated your tires you've driven five thousand miles here we're going to rotate the tires here yep but the engine remains but the engine remains the same yep with with easy maintenance fixes that have to happen, right? We're not we're not selling the car. We're not taking out anything. Right. We're just we're rotating your tires and, and we're making sure it runs still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is just two different interpretations of how the word retool can be used. Yeah, that's probably a good place to be. All right, Let's see here, next one, next one. Bart, no no relation to Bart Simpson, but Bart says, I agree that minimum is wild card. As a wild card experience, if health is if health is on our side for once, I see a championship game appearance. So Bart going very bullish on this twenty twenty two Vikings. He thinks the minimum, the minimum is a wild card exp- uh, appearance for the Vikings, and that a championship game appearance, barring this team staying healthy, should be the bar. So, if you interpret this like I am, I don't disagree with him, especially for the wild card game, because I think what he's saying is with what they're doing. And the confidence that they they have that if they don't make the playoffs, it's a disaster. Yeah, right. right, right. So, like, yeah, I, I mean, the championship game. I guess I don't know. I I can't see that one. But anyway, um, yeah, going down the path that they are pursuing, if they don't make the playoffs, it's a unmitigated disaster. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not my opinion. That's that's what they're doing. Um, they're giving themselves, and this is where I come back to. Good luck, KOC, because they're giving themselves no out for we were trying to do this or or that. There's immediate pressure now to win and win fairly big. Um, so if I'm interpreting his comment, Bart's comment correctly, I don't disagree certainly with the expectation of playoffs. And if you don't make the playoffs, I think you're going to have to ask some questions. I, I personally think as it's constructed um... – them making an NFC championship game or expecting the expectation of the 2022 team to make the championship game is, is just a little 
too far off at this yeah, point. But the playoff isn't. But the playoffs is not. I mean, they're they are constructing themselves as if they will be a playoff team. Correct. And make a run at the Packers. I love this comment from uh, Phyllis Dale. Yeah, two playoff wins would be great for the Vikings. And I think these playoff wins, by the way, are coming from the event line episode uh, I did on this last Sunday. I asked oh, some listeners, what is your expectations? And, and they, they gave me playoff expectations. So that's where some of these are coming from. Okay. So Phyllis Dale on that video says, two playoff wins would be great. But I'm, I'm hoping Kirk will have a cold, surly, and unwind a little bit to become confident in his own ability without Zimmer's heavy-handed control steering him. And Kirk needs to hang out with JJ, drinking surly, Dancing the gritty so we can watch the video on our TCL TV in our cool is, chill boys underwear. This guy gets Skull it. Vikings keep the faith. Phyllis Dale, we don't do this. That's that's the comment of the comment of the show right there. That is awesome. That's what we want to say. That see. is a great comment. We appreciate that. And you know what? Now that we're on the topic, yeah, may as well. Let's quickly talk Go about our friends at Surly Brewing. Now, now, of course, my go-to, my ace is is the Surly Furious, the best IPA in town, as we've declared on this show previously. In my, our opinion, the best IPA in the entire world. Oh, yeah. You got to try it. It's fantastic. Show us your cans at Jay Zolget on Twitter at Score North. But Declan, I want to bring you in, in here because somebody tweeted us a picture of oh, yeah. a surly product that I I have not tried yet, but I found it at my liquor store and I'm going to try it now. Tell me about Drips and Drops. Drips and Drops. Hazy IPA. My guy Jared uh, at my local watering hole hooked me up in Minneapolis over the weekend and let me try it. Very good Hazy IPA. Personally, I don't like hazy IPA. I'm ordinarily with you, so this is why I want it. But I saw you say ordinarily I don't like it, but I like this. Yeah, no, this this is not um, as pungent and as strong as a hazier IPA. Okay, good. And to be honest, um, as I talk about beers I'm not a fan of, I'm I'm not a fan of sours. I don't really like sour beers. But the Drips and Drops has a little bit of like the sour to kind of negate the bitterness that is in Ooh. also the the a, a traditional IPA. So it has like a, a little it has a little taste to it, a little, little sweetness to it that I think is very good. Drips and drops. Check it out. Yes, a brand new Surly product. Surly Brewing, outstanding as always. Basically, what Declan is saying there is absolutely correct, which is when it comes to Surly, you can never go wrong. A couple of offensive line questions from our Where's the Beef episode that was also posted um, on Monday talking about Chris Reed, the former Purple Cow as I like to call him, uh, from Minnesota State, Mankato, who signed with the Vikings and was a solid guard with the Colts last season. Yep. Devil Dog, though, on our YouTube comment section says, I love that they're adding some veteran players in the O-line. He may not be Pro Bowl caliber, but just being solid in the middle could have some great benefits, should help with depth as well. And in addition to right guard, there should be competition for starting center. Let the two best players play. Devil Dog, kind of speaking Devil, to the choir here. Devil on Dog, how the yeah. Offensive line Calling it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. On Reed, I said last night, I am extremely positive and optimistic that the Vikings signed what appears to be a very average guard. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's true. I, I looked into that signing in particular and said, okay, I'm at least on board here. I'm at least on board. Um, as far as the competition with Garrett Bradbury at center, agree completely. So that note was, there is nothing I can add to that note that I don't already agree with and think. Another offensive line comment here too from Sport Guy, Sport QC Guy, Sport QC Guy 96. Gotta love our YouTube comment section here. He says, I'm hoping uh, Reed turns into a Josh Klein type player. Remember Josh Klein from the 2020 Vikings? Similar situation, right? Yes, very much. Solid, without many worries, and plays at league average level. Yeah, Josh Klein wasn't great, but he was was okay. Yeah. And 
I would say after the last two years of Dakota Dozier, who I think was on the left side at left guard, and then obviously uh, Cleveland, who eventually became the right guard in 2020, moved to left guard in 2021, and the now infamous Ole Udo experiment took place. Yes, I would say that, unfortunately, because this is damning with fan praise, that you would bring Josh Klein back. Like, you would take that. And so... If Reed can step in and be solid, at least it's a start. And and to uh, go back to what we also discussed on Purple Daily Monday, which is, I think, true, we also have to keep in mind that this coaching staff is convinced they can make Kirk more effective with an offensive line that's not great. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. They think that they can coach Kirk. They is they they is, really want to go through the complete Zolgadian experience here of the ultimate puppet string quarterback like they're they're gonna have kirk on all the puppet strings they're gonna have him dancing around in the pocket on on the puppet string oh i gotta get rid of the ball i gotta get rid of the ball i mean this is gonna be the ultimate puppet string koc experiment you know hope it works hope it does too i I feel like mr bill Oh, Mr. Cousins, what happened? I lost my head. So right now, there's basically four guys, Judd, I believe, that they're looking at right guard spots. And this doesn't even include the draft, which we're still three weeks away. And by the way, if you didn't hear in the last episode, live draft night, Surly Brew Hall yeah, coming we'll out with us. On that. Uh, I'll, I'll forward those to you. I don't know. If, I don't know. We're going to be hanging out at Surly. It's going to be badass. It's going to be a lot of fun. First round only, that Thursday night. Yeah, just that night. And we were making these will be yep, in play, in play, so and, you can watch and an exclusive tap only beer. Yes, be before I die. Yes, and we will want you involved. Yes. So there, there will be a camera. There will be a microphone. Yes. So this is not a come watch Phil and, and stay away from us, Judd and Declan, while we tell you what's what. Oh no, no, that's no, not no, how no. we operate here. No, 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 not in the purple. Daily Club. Other stations might do that, not us. We I, don't. Do I don't that. want to talk about different stations. I want or to talk people. about us. I don't want to talk about different people. I want to talk about us. We're not going to tell you what's what. We are going to share in a festive night right. at which, and I, I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now, I can't speak for Phil. I can speak for me, possibly for you. Not only will the Before I Die beer be unveiled that night only at Surly Brewing, but I will be taking part in them as well. Yes. While we are on the YouTube. I may or may have not gotten, uh, had a few too many at last year's draft party at home. So I'm excited what happens in a live studio audience uh, at Surly Brew Hall. I can't confirm or deny what will happen. And by the way, just last thing, you know, if you, uh, if you are Uber or what? what's the other big? Lyft. Lyft. Let me tell you right now. Purple Daily. Could jump on board the official ride home yeah, of Judd Zolgad. Yeah, could be. Could very well I've be. I've always been amazed at pe- people that, that are, are like, you probably shouldn't say that. Hold on a second. Not driving's responsible. No, I, yeah. I, I think it's another uh, issue with a client. It's not the moral responsibility mm. you did there wrong. It's something else. Mm. But back on back on, on track here on our comments edition, there's four guards. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to the draft that I think they're looking at, right? I think it's Chris Reed. I think Reed has the leg up. Like, if, if camp started today, I think yeah. Reed gets the first look with the first team as the first crack of being your starting right guard. I agree with that. Then I think second is most likely Jesse Davis, mm-hmm. who they brought in, this uh, other guy from uh, the Dolphins. Yep. And then third and fourth, Ole Udo Wyatt Davis, right? I, I think I think those 
four guys, with Davis being most likely the starter. Bye, Pat. And Pat Royce making his uh, appearance. He, he forgot his, his glasses. glasses. I am not shocked at all. Okay, phone well, and glasses good. from Pat. Between Davis, yep. Reed, Ole Udo, yeah. Wyatt Davis. Those are your four guys that are looking to start at right guard. Yep. Yep. I'd say that's um so I would put that in in order. I'd say Reed. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. I don't know where Davis ranks in their mind. I've got to think Udo's last. Mm-hmm. I, I he can't he can't play the position. It wasn't fair. Right. He's a tackle. Um so I think, yeah, and it's, the thing with Jesse Davis is, was he signed to really compete, or it, is it sort of a sham competition, but he would be the swing guy? I think Jesse Davis is, is the new Rashad Hill in some ways. Mm-hmm. I think he might be the swing guy. But yes, I, I think your names are absolutely accurate. All right, another uh, more draft questions here, transitioning to the draft. Uh, Kid Beast says, I would be upset if Stingley was available. And we took an edge rusher. I want yeah. Gardner, Stingley, or the Iowa center, which I believe is Tyler Lindenbaum is That's he's referencing here. So yeah, his I, don't order, want, I don't want a first-round center He'd anymore. want Gardner or Stingley, so whatever, which one of the two cornerbacks, if they were on the board, yep. as one of the first two options, or mm-hmm. Tyler Lindenbaum as the center. Judd, what, 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 what or do you kind of rank, if you are a Kwesi, uh, what's your strategy here? Are you going best player available? Are you looking at cornerback? What would what would be the Judd Zolgadian plan? Well, I think Sauce Gardner of Cincinnati is expected to be gone by that pick. If he's there, I think they would take him. I, I think he would be a surprise to be there at 12. So I, I think that's a best player available at a position of need. The Stingley one is interesting. He's coming off a Liz Frank injury, which is ordinarily bad, but he's going to do, reportedly, all of the work at his pro day. And, he, and is apparently healthy. And he's supposedly fine now. I saw that on Monday So morning. that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. Now, and I believe I got into this on Monday's Purple Daily as well, so I'll be brief, but keep in mind, the Vikings may have, I think it was O'Connell, made it very clear, or was it crazy? I forget. Anyway, they, they made it very clear that the reliance on the cornerbacks in this 3-4 base defense is not going to be the same as it was in Mike's defense. And in Zimmer's defense, the reliance on the quarterbacks was huge. Cornerbacks was huge. There was a lot to do and a lot of responsibility. I think their feeling is if they can create a rush, that's going to help the corners and defer some of the responsibility from them. So they might be thinking about this completely differently. The one thing that we need to be prepared for is the thought process of positional value is probably going to change. Because the philosophy, the personnel decisions are going to change. This is a long way of saying I don't know. It's a long way of saying I don't know, and I don't think that it's fair. We're basing things on how the Vikings defense ran previously. It's not going to run that way now. No. Um, You also, when it comes to Zadarius Smith, have no idea how long he can play for. He's got a bad back. He had a bad back. So, like, this whole thing about, well, they're set now with their edge rushers, not necessarily true. Um, so if they go defensive end, pass rusher first end, I am not going to be surprised. A few more draft ideas here, and I saw this floating around even more in our YouTube comment section, but I'll take Miguel's comment. He says, we need to draft a wide receiver to be a juggernaut on offense at pick number 12. So uh, looking at big boards, Judd, Drake London, and I'm looking at PFF, um, this big board here. All right. Drake London from USC is the 11th best prospect on the big board. Uh, at 12, it's Garrett Wilson, also from uh, Ohio State. Drake mm-hmm. London is six foot five, two ten. Led at college football last year in contested catches. 
Um, Garrett Wilson, they call him the natural. Uh, Wilson's ability to generate separation is the best in the class. He's also produced high level from the slot. 74% of his snaps were from the slot and, uh, and, and could be a very solid wide receiver as well. Likelihood, percent chance, Judd, to you that they take a wide receiver at pick 12. Well, I can't dismiss it because I don't know them mm-hmm. well enough, but I'm going to go, unless somebody falls that they love, I'm going to go 5%. I think that's fair. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think it's very low. Um, I don't know what they think of K.J. Osborne. I know that they know... He's had a nice season. Thielen's aging. Mm-hmm. Um, another potential wild card of interest to me is, is I believe it was a fifth-round pick last year, Amir Smith-Marset, the kid from Iowa. Right. Uh, but I just don't see them, with all of their needs and all of the players available... Uh, unless somebody just shockingly free fell that they loved, which I don't think it's going to happen, 5%. Yeah, 5 seems fair. Because uh, even, like, obviously it feels like cornerback and edge, right, are 1 and 2. How you want to put 1 or 2 is up to you, but I, I feel like I give a slight edge to cornerback over edge. So if we're, like, we're making a pie chart of probability, which honestly, that might be a good show. I want to put a email yeah, note in that. Put a pin in that and uh, then... Bring it back. A pie chart of of what draft needs could be. Pie chart of probability. You said it. Yeah, pie chart of probability. I think. I think the you. biggest chunk would go to cornerback, and yep. that's still only at though like thirty to forty percent. Right. You it, can't it's it's not a sure. It's not even a surefire fifty percent. Like a, right. a as I say, surefire is a coin flip, but like it's not a, a humongous chunk of pie that's going to be cornerback. Um. So I, I wide receiver, unless one of those two guys is were there. Or maybe even they traded back and we're still able to get like a wide out, I guess. I put a 5%. I'm putting, Very rare. The only thing that I, I will go on the record and take a leap on here is I'll put an 85% probability on they go defense. Yeah. With pick 12. I don't think they're going offense. Yeah, actually, I, yeah, that's actually a good way to look at now, it. Now, if they trade yeah. back, like if Pittsburgh comes up from 20 to 12. That shrinks. To get the quarterback. Yeah. Willis, then that shrinks. Correct. Correct. But Case, you're not going to take a center at 12. There's no way you're no taking way. a center at 12. I'm not doing that. I got, P, I got Bradbury PTSD either. I'm not doing that. that. Casey. Casey says, I think the Vikings need a better backup QB. If Cousins gets injured at any point in the season, it's game over. Mm-hmm. Mannion bleeps. I can't say what he says there. Uh, do you guys think that the Vikings take a quarterback in any round during this year's draft? I'll put the same question back on you, Judd. Percent chance to take a quarterback at any point in, in the seven rounds. I think the new philosophy is actually to take one at some point in time just to see what what you've got. So I think it's, I'm going to put it at, so we're talking about the entire draft here. Yeah, the entire yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it at 45%. Okay. They also might think Kellen Mond can't play. Mm-hmm. So like if they think that, it doesn't hurt you to accumulate them and develop them. Like, like there's no downside. Now, if you take them too high, that's stupid. But, you know, Dex, let's say they take one between rounds, you know, let, let's say they take a Saturday, a Saturday quarterback. Yeah, right. I think that's a pretty high chance. Yeah. Uh, because by that point in time, you're taking flyers. You're definitely taking guys that you hope can contribute on special teams. But remember, this is now a quarterback or a former quarterback coach. Like, O'Connell played, he didn't play well, and he didn't play much, but he played for the Patriots. So I think it's probably fairly, it's probably a good guess that they very well could 
on Saturday take a quarterback, especially if they think Mond stinks. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that they will have watched enough film on Mond to have a pretty good idea from practices of what they think he can and can't do. Yeah, it's probably a safe assumption. Uh, la- uh, a few more here, just a few more. And without opening up a whole can of worms, but I love this question from Paul here, Judd. And it could set Judd Zolgad off a little bit. He says, question, can we assume the reasons Rick was let go was that he wanted to start over and the Wilfs were the ones that wanted Cousins all along? No, I don't think, um, no. I'm not discounting that completely. Here's what I think happened. I think Rick was set to come back, and I think somebody, and I think that Mike probably played a role, got to the Wilfs and said, if I'm going down, he's got to go down too. Um, and I think that was the bigger factor. Mm. I still don't know the entire story, and I don't know that that, that that is ever going to all come out, but I don't discount that the Wilfs thought that they could win and that Rick was like, well, but if Rick was going to stick around and Rick was going to be in charge of helping to bring in essentially his GM replacement, mm-hmm. I don't think Rick was going to blow up the entire team he built. That doesn't really track to me. So I think this was more about the fact that Rick got stabbed in the back at, um, at the end, much like a Shakespearean play. Yeah. And that I wouldn't be surprised if Mike played a, a role. I think there's a lot better chance that that took place than Rick said, let's blow her up. It's all bad now. Um, because that basically would have been Rick signing his own GM death certificate. I don't see him doing that. Paul says, would Livia sponsor a score news, score news, score North swimsuit calendar featuring the new Judd Zolgad? You don't want to see my unclad belly. What are you talking about? You are, you're 35, almost 40 pounds down from your friends at Livia, and you would still not do a swimsuit uh, calendar edition if Livia sponsored it? I would not take off my shirt for anybody. Really? You know my rules. Uh, y- yes. Uh, yeah. I never take my shirt but, off. But, but, that, but they ironed their sh- your shirt for you at your last weigh-in. You well, told yeah, me that. And the la- oh, the, the people there, the ladies were so nice to me. They, they, they didn't just, they steamed it for me. I love a, I have a steamer at home. For my photo shoot. I don't like they ironing. They steamed it. I don't like ironing. I'm a big steamer. You get a little handheld. I day. iron. They're, they're, I hate ironing. Well, wait, what's the difference? So, so like the steamer is just. The steamer, in my opinion, iron, right? is, yeah, I like the, I don't like the ironing. You got to heat it up and then you're, yeah, you're always worried about maybe what don't burning you like? something. It, it, I don't like it. Like, what are you going to burn? Like, like I, I sort of get your point, but... Like, like burn yourself. Oh, burn. well, don't ever touch the iron and you won't you burn know, yourself. Yeah, I just... I, it's I mean, I don't like it, I'm but I do it. I'm a big fan of the steamer, and it's, not, it's kind of cool. But the steamer you know, can... The steam comes out. But steam hurts. Yeah, yeah, be careful. Like you got to be careful of steam, too. Steam can burn you really badly. A lot of people have been burned bad, bad by steam. It's a sad story. Um, yes. Yeah, so am, am I supposed to do a spot Yeah, here? you know what? Do it. May okay, as well. okay, okay, all right. Because I didn't know. I thought you might be transitioning to a spot, but I wasn't po- positive. But you know what? Since we're here, I'd like to talk about my friends. At Livia <laughs> Weight Control Centers, they are, as I said, the nicest people around. You know what the best part is, Declan? No guilt trips. No guilt trips. You don't get the old, oh, you put on a couple of pounds. This is a problem. Or what did you do wrong? You know what you get? You get, and this is the key. This is the key in any good team. So I'm going to draw a parallel right now to the local National Hockey League team. It's teamwork. It's teamwork. And the folks at Livia believe in teamwork. And so they, so when you go in for your consultation, you get you don't get like a condescending view of you've gained weight or you're not doing this. You get a what's working, what's not working, and how can we help? 
And right now, I want to give you the opportunity to shed those pounds, just like I, I have, as Dex said, right around 40 pounds. Get 25% off the program, plus 35 meals for free. Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. And last thing, too. So I said your consultation. So right now you're saying, well, Judd, I, I'm a Vikings fan. I'd like to lose some weight, but I'm in Florida. How am I? I can't, I can't drive up there. I can't fly up there. I'm not rich. You don't have to be. You know what? Online virtual consultations. Food sent to you. Convenient as it gets. Same people, same teamwork, different mode. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, 25% off the program and 35 meals for free. Start today. Start losing the weight through teamwork like I have. All right, I teased it. I teased it at the top of the show. The Blackhawk crew, and he does not spell this like the Chicago Blackhawks either. Two um, words? Just, no, it, B-L-K-H-W-K, oh, okay. like it's completely abbreviated. Uh, when people compare Judd to an air, fry, air fryer, I said no flipping way. An air fryer has more uses than Judd. But hearing these last episodes, I finally was able to figure out that Judd is an old cutting board. The Vikings have abused him and cut him too deep, whereas the cuts can no longer be sanded smooth. Judd Zolgad, you are the cutting, old well, I'm dirty cutting now, board. Yeah, but this is a problem because because that means the bacteria of the Viking stench is in me, and if that's the case, I'm useless. That, well, I don't know if you're useless. I mean, some people like I've I've had an old cutting board that I've used for years that you I gotta swear be careful by. with those. I though. swear by. Make sure they're clean, man. This is like a bacteria gets oh, in yeah, there. Oh yeah, you wash. You, you, you got to make just, sure that's cleaned out good. You're the cutting board. I think you are. I think you're the cutting yeah, board. Yeah, but I bring a lot to the table on hot sports yeah, takes. That's boards, an air fryer you can, thing. You, no, but like a cutting board. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the point. You can cut meat. You can cut veggies. You can cut yeah, cheese. Yeah, you yeah. can cut. There's plenty of things to cut, and you yeah. know how. To, and you got to cut things differently too, right? You can't just cut things all the same way. I feel like in football that this is accurate, but I feel like in sports, I'm more useful. Okay, but I mean, I do like it. All right, don't get me wrong. I like it. All right. Well, that's uh, and you know what? I I appreciate the effort right there. I pretty appreciate good. the effort. It's pretty good. All right. That's our comments edition. All right. From YouTube. Uh, Phil, live from uh, with Joe Burrow's house. Well, I, actually, I can't speak for that. Live in Cincinnati this week. So we will be uh, recording Purple Dailies with Phil. But he was not live. He's going to be on record. We're going to record. Record. Night. Night. record but well, Purple Dailies. I don't know. Going is he going to be at Burrow's? He might be at the Burrow household. I, I don't as know. long as Maybe he's on, write Taylor. that down. Yeah. We'll have write that down opinion, uh, predictions this week. Plenty of stuff to come. Purple Daily, the Minnesota Vikings podcast, seven days a week. Rate, subscribe, like this video. We appreciate you guys. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.